we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, 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 oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, welcome to episode 175 of the podcast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being back for another episode. I had a bit of a sick, I don't know, I was getting sick late at night. It's the first time, I think, in a while that I haven't been sick so late at night. It's just so weird. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what's happening in this week's episode. Uh, I'm going to talk about why black women are, you know, forced to grow up a lot faster than, uh, you know, anyone else. Uh, an article that I read on in the Washington Post, I'm going to read it on that. Uh, it was the New York Times, I'll oh, check it. But, uh, yeah, there's some things about the way black women are treated that is just absolutely wrong. And then in the final segment, I'm going to talk about open marriages. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. But first of all, the news that made the the stuff that made news this week: uh, a Zimbabwean national was arrested in Malaysia over a, an alleged uh, sex, uh, what do you call it, a sex trafficking syndicate. Yeah, uh, apparently, according to the South African Minister of, of uh, Police, Mr. Philip Balula, apparently this guy was arrested uh, along with a Nigerian. Apparently, they were linked to some. They came up with some Facebook competition, you know, where people sign up to take part of some pageant or something and then meanwhile there's a sex trafficking thing that's happening there the, the agency says uh it knows nothing about that it's not linked to any you know syndicate and says that this woman princess machang was actually lying and so zimbabwean has been, been arrested the speculation on the identity of the zimbabwean but i haven't corroborated that so i can't mention the name but i can tell you i can confirm that the contact for is um, for for this um, for this uh, what you call it uh, this event is actually a Zimbabwean number, and it's a known Zimbabwean number. So yeah, it is what it is. Don't know if it's the same person who's been arrested, but that's what's up. What else is happening this week? Uh, congratulations to Sulubongile Mlambo. Uh, she's a, an actress from Zimbabwe. She's based in the states right now, and she's just got signed up for Sirena New. Uh, TV drama that's going to come up with free form, so congratulations to her. And also, uh, Bongo Muffin and, and Talks apparently might be getting back together, although, you know, Tadis Amazwa is not so, you know, confident that they'll get back together, but anyway, there are talks. There's a possibility of them coming back together, not sure if it's going to happen or not. Um, Zodra Babantu was in Zimbabwe this past weekend, particularly in Bulawayo at Club Connect. And apparently, she was there uh, being hosted by what was quote unquote her twin, Trinity, Trinity Savanda, who in the first week of being identified as the twin and a bit of a celebrity in Bulawayo, uh, amassed $10,000 in uh, sponsorship of all sorts. So, yeah, pretty interesting stuff happening down in Bulawayo. Uh, what else happened? DSTV said it's not leaving Zimbabwe anytime soon. Says no, uh, in spite of reports coming out and the difficulty that's coming out. With some banks paying for DSTV, it's not happening anytime soon. What else? Uh, a heavy case coming to Zimbabwe. Yeah, did you hear about that? Yeah, the beautiful war stars coming to Zimbabwe is going to be 
uh, performing at Pablo's nightclub on uh, Friday, uh, Friday the 11th, I think it is. And then on the 12th, he's going to be in, at King Solomon's in somewhere. So somewhere. I don't know. It's going to be somewhere. In King Solomon's in Kadoma is a quick I can't remember. But it's going to be out there. And uh, what else can I tell you about? Oh, a funny thing. I was out in the shop the other day. Uh, there had been talk about shortages coming up. You know, with the bird influenza and so forth. You're not really limited to one crate of eggs per person out at some shops in in Harare at the moment. Uh, but they're saying that the avians will, should be under control in the next couple of months and everything should come back to normal. And then finally, did you see that guy, see that thing with Grace Mugabe and, um, you know, demanding that her husband decide on his success and that sort of thing? And not only that, that dressing down that uh, the president's spokesperson, George Charamba, got. It was so weird. It was so, so weird. It was like the weirdest thing to watch. I've been trying to find the audio. Unfortunately, I lost the audio. I would have loved to share it with you. But she comes out and she dresses him down. And if you see the picture of this guy by Tafazo Fumeli, that has gone viral. It's kind of like, wow. <laughs> it's politics. It's like Game of Thrones, mate. It's like Game of Thrones. It's Larry. Listen to the Criticast. So in case you're wondering why I record the podcast at night, I think that's when I'm less interrupted and there's that sort of thing. So, you know, some people are like, why don't you just record it during the day? At night is just more peaceful. It's just quieter. There's just less uh, disturbances, less less things in the way, really. So anyway, um, I was just sitting the other day and I was watching, you know, uh, on social media, there's some prominent people that have just passed away recently. And also there's, you know, instances in which women have been, especially particularly black women, have found themselves in situations with uh, prominent black people, other people, and that sort of thing. And I just thought about it. It's kind of weird. Everybody just talks about this, you know, this gap between men and women or between races and so forth. It doesn't really deconstruct it to the fact that the worst treated people are probably black women, essentially. And so I came across this article, right, online uh, that was published in the New York Times, and it was published by Tracy Macmillan Cotton. And she talks about how um, uh, how we make black girls grow up too fast. I'm going to read excerpts of it, and then I'm going to tell you my opinion. It starts off by saying, it was over a plate of ribs at my aunt's dining room table when I learned that being a woman is about what men are allowed to do to you. I was 15 years old. Mike Tyson was the most famous boxer in the world. For uh, the black people I knew, he was the pinnacle of the black sports elite. He had been a, he had been born poor and worked his way to riches and fame. But it was na- 1992 and they had just been found guilty of raping an 18-year-old named Desiree Washington in a hotel. Uh, you act like you're a woman, uh, my cousin said. She is, excuse me, auntie, uh, how? Uh, that's what I remember most, next to the ribs. My cousin was defending a convicted uh, rapist, a room full of black women, all of whom, all but one, related to him. Uh, the elder women shook their heads. The elder men left the room, knowing a fool's errand when they saw one unfolding. My cousin was feeding himself. Young and approaching fatherhood, he stood his ground. Desiree Washington was a hoe, bringing down a black man who had made it. What was she doing in the hotel room, he, said, he asked. 
She'd have been butt naked in that room, and it, w- it would have mattered, I, re- uh, I, I replied. He explained how I was different from Miss Washington, mainly by telling me that she was a hoe and implying that I was not a hoe by, by what he left unsaid. There are hoes and there are women. As a teenager, I could go either way, but as a relative, I could only go one way. I, I would not be a hoe. I was not angry, but I was hurt. What if your girlfriend is pregnant right now with your daughter? I asked a girl. No daughter of mine will be would be raised to go to a hotel room. I ain't raising a no home. It was then that I learned black girls like me can never truly be a victims of sexual predators, and also that the men in my life were also men in the world. Men can be your cousin, men can be Mike Tyson, and men can be both of them at the same time. She goes on to talk a lot about the R. Kelly situation and how he was a sexual predator and that, you know, he he had sexual congress with younger girls uh, whose ages he did not want to admit uh, or did not want to confirm. And in this instance, of course, the the, uh, Aliyah situation. And then it made me really think because I came uh, across uh, a post by Amanda Steinberg Amanda Sternberg on Instagram say black features are beautiful, black women are not. White women are paragons of virtue and desire. Black women are objects of fetishism and brutality. And I'll read part of this, part of it because it's all part of this thing called "Do female black female black matter uh, black lives matter too?" Says this at least seems to be the mentality surrounding black feminine, femininity and beauty in a society built upon Eurocentric beauty standards. While white women are praised for altering their bodies, by plumping their lips and tanning their skin, black women are shamed, uh, th- although the same features exist on them naturally. The double standard is one uh, string in the netting that uh, surrounds black female sexuality, a web that entraps black women when they claim sexual agency. Uh, deeply ingrained into a culture is the notion that black female bodies at the intersect of uh, oppression are less than human and therefore unattractive. They're symbols of pain, trauma and degradation. Often when they are sexualized, it is from, um, it's from a place of racial fetishism. Black feminine sexuality is a tender spot, tender with deep-rooted suppression and taboo the ethos of which are pervasive. Uh, the stigmas around, surrounding it are embedded in American infrastructure and psyche as evidenced by the ways black women are sexually assaulted and treated by police, an act that goes uh, frequently unreported by the media. And when the media is not ignoring black women altogether, they are disparaging them. As uh, culture shifts and racial tensions are tested through the vehicle of a Black Lives Matter movement, it's important to question, do black do female black lives matter? And in Zimbabwe, you know, you said they like, oh, are you worrying about a lot of these things? I, w- I was in a WhatsApp group the other time, and I've I've left it now, but it's just kind of like, you know, the, the people like uh, complaining about, you know, Grace Mugabe. Oh no, the reason why she's speaking like that, and say, you know, you may disagree with what she has to say, and that sort of thing. And essentially, uh. The person was like, the only reason why she's speaking like that and speaking out of turn is because she's not getting laid. So reducing a woman's opinion to the to her sexual uh, congress and think and, you know, reducing uh, and say, hey, you're pretty much just sex, sex on legs, really. And if you had sex, then you wouldn't talk so loud. You probably would then 
be act like a woman, as some people say, whatever that means. And finally, there was a, 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 a there's a prominent um, guy who owns a uh, what you call it a group of newspapers. Came out the other day, says on a Twitter, been doing this coloring, adult coloring thing, and then again he sexualized, uh, th- said, "Oh, I dreamt that this other politician was having." Uh, sexual relations with uh, this other politician and the position of this editor or this owner of this group is known and again the sexualization of women based on the way they act in public and yet men if we're actually the same or if any if a white woman for example were to act the same it'll just be expression it'll just be said oh they just speak in their mind but black women no they don't matter my definition of an open marriage or relationship is prostitution so if you want an open relationship just go into prostitution full stop because if it's a marriage isn't it supposed to be between two people and where does trust come in if you if it's open to everyone to enter in and out and and all that so i say no to open marriage relationship I would rather be seen. Hi Larry, this is Felix. Open relationships and open marriages are a definite no because um, those are exclusive institutions and uh, if one cannot commit to one person, then they are not mature and worthy enough to be um, in a relationship or a marriage. And I think the term um, open marriage or open relationship it's one of those oxymoron statements anyway because it cannot be open and exclusive at the same time so those are a few of the opinions that came out you know and generally that pretty much people saying the same thing no 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 so much no 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 and pretty much no one said yes which is kind of weird because when you really think about it, we're evolving as human beings. We've evolved so far and we keep trying to say to ourselves, okay, we live in the precepts of what we lived on back in the day when, you know, Adam was a little baby. And, you know, you need to understand that the current systems of marriage, in my opinion, and relationships and so forth are based on the way human need, beings needed to, needed to survive back in the day. At some point, they needed to have multiple wives because they needed to populate a lot. There were not many women around. Maybe that might have been the case. Uh, at some point, they did, needed to make sure that, you know, needed to believe in some ideology and decided it was going to be one-on-one. Whatever the case may be, I think every society and every generation must be allowed to define what it wants. And as much as I'll, you know, I give everybody the right to say no to, um, you know, open marriages and so forth and open relationships. At the same time, I think no one has figured out this life thing. No one's sitting there and say, okay, I figured it out. This is what life is all about. And because of that, that is the scenario. I think we can't really sit on high horses of any sort and say, hey, 
you can't do this. I mean, they must, they, they are bare minimums. And I also always refer to them where, you know, no having sex with underage kids and so forth. That, they, they basic that are universal. But uh, things like this where essentially sometimes it's just a case of choice that you decide that you and the partner that you have and trust each other. And, and that's the other thing. Yeah, the, when you have an open marriage, I think there is the understanding. Remember, I'm not talking about cheating. I'm talking about where two people decide that that's how they're going to survive. As you, uh, they might have a rule that says, I must never know who the person may be. Or they might have a rule that says, uh, you've got a, for the rest of our life, we've got five people that you can hook up with, okay? Once you run out of your stock of five people, you're done. But while we're married, you've got five people that you can hook up with. Always make sure that I know. And then on the other one, like I said, somebody says, just make sure I never know. Just keep it keep it away from the family but you know i know that you're going to you're going to have something going on so the trust already exists between the two people who are compatible in that reason you know if you're not compatible with it and other people do it i don't think it's fair to sit down and say no they're horrible human beings that should be cast out and you know the dregs and so forth and thrown under you know thrown under buses and stuff like this it's wrong i i I don't, would I do for me? I don't think so. But as I say, is Tembo, I think, is Tembo being um, polygamy? A lot of the people have ended up in polygamous relationships. I'll tell you that I never planned to become an, to end up in a polygamous relationship. I ended up in one, but I didn't wake up and say, okay, I'm going to be a polygamist, and that's my thing. And that's just the reality of it all. No one really knows what their thing is until it becomes a thing. And that's, that's the takeaway that I think I'd like you to go go away with and as far as this week's episode of the Criticast in this relationship level. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode. And uh, what I can say is take, your, take care of yourself and the people that you love. But I start off by reminding you of how you can listen uh, to the podcast. Just get in touch with me, info at laddiequidirai.com. On Twitter, at Quidirai. Quidirai has got a Y-I at the end. Uh, and then... Also, get in touch with me yeah, via social, slightly created I. And then also, don't miss an episode on iTunes. And iTunes were available. Uh, just look for Quiddicast and uh, you will then subscribe. You'll never miss an episode. On Iono.fm, our friends at Iono.fm. Been with them for a couple of years now. And uh, yeah, just go uh, and look for Quiddicast and then look for the, um, the you know, SSS, uh, RSS feed. And then, you know, subscribe and you won't miss an episode. Every time that there's an episode, you get a notification. And also, we're the One Radio Plus uh, app. Yeah, look for us there. And uh, you won't miss an episode. And uh, catch me on ZFM Stereo every Tuesday between 8.30 and 9.00 p.m. on Health Matters. And between 7.30 and 9.00 p.m. on, uh, first of all, in the first hour, it's a media platform. And in the second, uh, in, in, well, in the 30 minutes after after that hour, I'll be, is, is uh, Culture Talk. Other than that, I say, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, just uh, be careful of yourself out there. Just be nice to each other. I, uh, other than that, I leave you. Uh, I leave you with this words, paraphrasing a Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. He says, just because one is not inclined to believe in something and does not want it to be true, doesn't mean it won't be a fact. It's been Larry. It's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. If you don't like him, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?